Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face-deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. As dawn rises on whatever day this is, and it isn't really dawn, but apparently it's dawn in the increasingly irrelevant Earth City of London because the morning music is playing and the aromatherapy is churning out the scents of ice sticky buns, an inky black coffee rich with whole cream. And I might be getting a little off track here. Anyway, the crew is thundering in the general direction of the memory storage slash sausage room to stop the albatross from downloading the memory dump of the real albatross, Glenda James. Whether she'll realize those memories aren't her own or whether she'll just have a whole lot more ideas on how to kill people and decorate Christmas trees with their organs, or both, stopping the process is the first good idea this crop of turnips have had in days. <sighs> is this it? Are we finally here? Mon dieu, this ship is enormous. Or possibly you're tired because you indeed ran in a circle for half an hour before I showed you the way. Don't be mean, Olivia. This ship is very, very big. Doesn't make them any less stupid. Fair point. What is happening with your hairs? I was run to this place like a child in the arms of a colon here. It was very, very fast, very windy, and a little alarming. He is uh, not so careful with the turnings. What are we waiting for? Open the door, computer. Before I open that door, I need to say something very important and central to the existence of every person on this ship. What is it, Olivia? It's not my fault. Well, that was... illuminating. What's happening? Where are we? We're right outside memory storage. Yes, I, I know that, Lee. Thank you. I mean, where are we in terms of what's happening? Look, no offense, but shut up. What's happening? Where have you been? I've been calling and calling. Well, I'm here now. But do you know where you are? Leet? Yes, Captain Madeline? Was it the shut or the up that confused you? So, Albatross, how, how do you feel? Do you mean Albatross? Or Glenda? Schnauzers and Himmels, this is so unfortunate. Why? I now know more about my life and my work. Why is that unfortunate? Hmm? I can certainly be more effective at my job aboard this ship. 
But do we really need you to be more effective? I mean, at this point, there's not a whole lot for you to do. Once we get to a planet, certainly your services will be in great demand, helping us survive until we get established, but now? Oh, so sensible, Colin. How do you feel right this moment, my boy? Surprisingly good. Calm. Clear. Nervous? Afraid? No, not at all. How strange. Get this on the notebook, my boy. Write this down. Oh, right. Uh, you two mind if we carry on with our most recent crisis? There is no need for two such fantastic assassins aboard one ship. Do you think it's a good idea to remind me of that? Uh, I was going to suggest you might like to go back to your pad. No whipping necessary. Why in heaven's name would I go back to my pod? When I have only just watched a month of my life and remembered that my fiancé, I suppose he's my husband by now, and the love of my life is right here aboard this ship. <gasps> Not the dumbarum. You have a husband? That's allowed? Allowed? Why wouldn't it be? Because you're a ro- <laughs> Hey. An assassin. Because you're an assassin. I, I guess we all kind of assume assassins don't get married. Or have kids. Please don't have kids. This is ridiculous! Of course assassins marry! Ooh, and our divorce rates are extremely low. Aww, that's sweet. Assassins meet for life. Yes, and uh, their partners usually have a very short one. So convenient. Jesus! Jesus. Well, that is unpleasant. Is that how it felt for you? Please, experience it a couple hundred times and then let's talk. What's everyone doing here? Hang on, where did you come from? Have you been messing with Joe's concealer? Uh, I was in the phone booth. The what? The sausage room. The yeah, what? Uh, perhaps we could uh, just uh, deal with one crazy thing happening at one time, hmm? It is better perhaps to focus on the Lady Albatross just now, alright then, okay? Okay, everyone stop. Let's move this conversation to the bridge. Lead the way, Olivia. Do you really need me? I've led you from the bridge to the memory room at least a couple of times. How about Lee leads you back with his map, all right? Just need to uh, nip off and check on something. Nip off? I thought she was omnipresent. Dick never did that. Oh, speaking of Dick... When we get to the bridge, Jesse, Leet? Right. Okay, so left here, and then take the first left. You know, there's nothing a narrator loves more than a bit of time to really narrate the heck out of a moment. It also helps to have something to talk about. Unfortunately for me, and that's a sentence I use a lot, the only thing happening on the ship right now is the crew not quite managing to realize that four lefts generally bring you back to where you started. So we have a bit of time together and not much to talk about. Actually, this might be a good time to check in on the 778 and see how Emily and the other head are doing with Cal. So yeah, what uh, people often fail to recognize is that there are in fact two kinds of peace species edible for the humans. You got your uh, Pisum Sevium, which uh, includes both your sweet peas and your snow peas. And then there's Pisum Macrocapin, which are uh, colloquially known as uh, Steppies. Look, if you're gonna be banging your head there, maybe do it away from Cal's control panel, okay? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Back to the crew. I am telling you, we came from that way. Yeah, but was that before or after Olivia was guiding you? Before. After! I am sure it was after. Remember, you said I should make the sneaky marks, so I was deciding 
Do I want a few de lee? Or perhaps I am wanting the logo of the Boy Scouts. <laughs> I am very fond of both. And then you said we should go right again. Yeah, and that's when Olivia showed up and led us to the bridge. And we went that way. So we came from that way. There are marks all over this door. Is that? Ketchup? Uh, um, certainly not. Uh, this is sauce tomate. Uh, it is very different. Uh, much um, chunkier. More like, uh, how do you say, uh, salsa? Uh, let's go this way. This way. Oh, for crying out... You know, this might be a really good moment for a flashback. Let's do that. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. You're really going to do it, hmm? Imagine that. Little Spotty Bosch flying through space, ready to start an entirely new life on a pristine, perfect, shiny new planet. You could toddle along, you know. You can certainly afford it. And the ships are all top-notch. Excellent crews. They bung you in a posh little pod to snooze away the hours until the ship lands, and out you pop to subdue the masses or what have you. No, I don't know. I'm not much of a one for adventure. It's the quiet life for me. No adventure? Aren't you and the little wifey going skydiving soon or something? God, don't remind me. She wants to do something big for our anniversary, she says. I suppose splatting ourselves all over the tarmac of the M16 qualifies. Just think about it, at least. This plan is about to snuff it. Bunch of the lads are coming along. Hugo, Terry, Gogo, Jax, Wiggy. Tried to get Nibble Biscuit to join, but her husband's not up for it. Too damn bad. Get that knob off the planet and I'll breathe easier. Yeah, why does he hate you so much? Uh, no clue, I'm sure. Come on, Horus. It'll be a lark, look. You've got six months to think about it. It's your round, by the by. Little Sparty Bosch the astronaut. No, I don't believe I will. I like my feet right here on old terra firma. Thanks all the same. All right then, your funeral. Ironically, Spotty Bosch's pod was one of the first to melt down, and he did most of his space travel across the windshield of the Oz 6748, along with Hugo, Terry, Gogo, and Jax, though oddly enough, not Wiggy. 
could speed this up, I'd like to find my husband and thaw him out. But Zizi's madness! Uh, well, why not let him sleep peaceful and quiet, and you can have your own life aboard the Oz. What a wonderful idea. And when he wakes up to a wife that's 25 years older than he is, and who spent the last two and a half decades having an affair, I'm sure he'll be perfectly fine with it. Is your sister's husband an assassin too? No clue. We weren't exactly close. Honestly, I didn't even know she was married. So you didn't get to be your maid of honor? That's sad. Knowing my sister, she probably kidnapped the minister or did some sort of ceremony herself involving the blood of chickens or virgins or something. If her groom was conscious at the time, I'm sure he was screaming. Yes, so, uh, how much of your previous life did you actually see? Hmm, about 45 days. How is this possible? You weren't in there so long. I'm a skimmer. I got the gist of it. Computer. This marriage of yours. Was it happy? Excuse me. I heard those quotes. Oh? Around marriage. I heard the quote marks. Are you implying that my marriage wasn't real? What quote marks? There were no quote marks. Wow, yeah, I heard them that time. Twice, even. I mean, same phrase both times, but I definitely heard them. I'm simply asking if the marriage is happy. Yep, even I heard them that time. What is this you are doing with the uh, wagging of the two fingers on each hand, Zig? Air quotes. What is this? They're called air quotes. Like this. Your marriage. Was it happy? Like this? Your marriage? Bend your fingers up a knuckle and pull your arms down a bit. Like this. Your marriage? Your marriage? Whoa, easy there, cowboy. Only two times with the wagging. Wait, he's European. Would he only do one? You use single quotes, right? I think twice is pretty universal for air quotes, actually. Until recently, you thought Jesse was speaking Japanese. What do you know about universal? So, like like this? Your marriage? A little less elbow, mate. They're going to put someone's A out. That's it. You've got it. Oh, yes. This is the perfect name, air quotes. Your marriage. So dismissive. Are we all quite through? We. Please stop. I assure you, my marriage was quite genuine. Computer. Why do people always think hollering louder is going to get my attention? It worked, didn't it? But you have to ask yourself, is this the sort of attention I really want? I want to see the pod map. Please. There isn't one. There must be. They wouldn't just chuck 50,000 pods on here without a map. Oh, wouldn't they? We're talking about gated galaxies here. Most of the instruments on this bridge were bought off Craigslist. Well, I say bought. Map did was I have already spent many hours aboard the ship looking through the pods. I can help you find your amour. You would do that? You would help me find him? Mais oui! I am French! We are passionate, romantique. Of course I shall help you find him. And then I shall kill him. Uh, you might want to bring the volume down on those asides. 
You heard that? Everyone heard it, you burk. You hoot like a howler monkey. Might as well use the intercom, just saying. I'll accept your assistance, but once he's located, if you make one move toward him, I'll pull your esophagus out your left ear. And I use quotes there because once it's hanging over your shoulder, is it really an esophagus anymore? <laughs> I don't want to go now. Oh, go on. I'll keep an eye on you. But but you don't like me. I didn't say I'd save you, but I will keep an eye. <laughs> Come along. Uh, what is his name? Uh, perhaps I've seen him already? Horace. Horace McRory. What just happened here? Uh, Colin passed out again. So, I'm going to stop you here for a second to remind you that Colin Smith isn't Colin's real name. Hear the air quotes? In fact, if you go all the way back to episode one, you'll be reminded that his real name is Horace McRory. No quotes. Make sure you specify the Oz-9 so all the crew can be together again. Where do I put that? There, where it says top three ship requests. Why is 13 already filled in? It was like that on my form as well. Typo, I suppose. Actually, it was a secret warning from Sandra, assistant to Jeremy, G2's ethics division, and quite possibly the only person in the building with any ethics at all. Just scratch it out. So, what changed your mind, horrible? Let's see. My wife's just died in a gruesome accident. The world blames me for her death, and it turns out Lord Neville Neville Bickford is her godfather, and I'm rather certain he's put a price on my head. Bad luck, old man. Ah, there. There's not a lot to stay on Earth for, is there? She'd have loved this. The adventure, the excitement. I think she was rather bored with our life, to be honest. Really? What makes you say that? Travel brochures strewn about the house. A survival course. Do you know she could eat a tablespoon of rat poison with no ill effect? She used to do it at parties. Money well spent, I say. That doesn't mean she was unhappy with you, does it? Perhaps not. But then there were eight or ten times a day she'd say, Aris, I'm bored. I were on a divorce. Bit of a giveaway, really. So, my darling girl, I hope you found the adventure you sought. This is for you. To Glenda McRory. To Glenda. Oh, okay, this is starting to make sense. Uh-oh, <clears throat> sorry, I uh, didn't hear the end flashback sound. Back on the ship, Colin's been carried to his bunk, unconscious, again. At least that's one place on the ship the crew are starting to remember how to get to. Uh. Hey there. Jesus! You can see me, right? Of course I can see you. You just surprised me. Why are you in my bunk? Why am I in my bunk? Oh, God. What? The last conversation I had that started with, why are you in my bunk, why am I in my bunk, didn't turn out well for me. Really? Tell me about it. Really? Well, Dr. Von Bibble Bibble. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. I don't care. Listen, what happened back there? I'm pretty damn sure my sister wasn't married. And the last thing I heard her describe as the love of her life was a really dry martini. I continue to have such mixed emotions about your sister. 
Look, you know something. Spill it. All right. I guess since you weren't originally on this ship, you probably aren't trying to kill me. Speed up this explanation and it'll stay that way. Really? Threats? Sorry. They work for my sister. Thought I'd give it a go. Nothing? Pre-Olive, maybe. What? Never mind. Look, and this stays strictly between us. I'm not actually a member of the crew. Uh-huh. And? I'm a passenger. Originally, I mean. Yeah, so what's your big secret? That's it. I'm a passenger. In disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just so bad, this guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when you're ready. to assume my disguise isn't working. <coughs> oh, what disguise would that be, actually? You're not in uniform. You're in a posh tuxedo that still smells a bit of preservatives. You talk like a tough, and I saw you staring at the screwdriver the other day like it might attack you. And didn't you have a different accent when I came aboard? Occasionally. All right, look, I didn't say it was a good disguise. The truth is, I don't know why I'm alive. All the friends I came aboard with were in the pods around me, and not one of them survived the first day. In fact, I'm not sure they survived the first hour. What's any of this got to do with Glenda? Glenda, your sister. Yeah. Or Glenda, my wife. What? Well, exactly. There must have been some confusion in memory storage. She's listening to memories from the wrong Glenda. Not my fault. Get out <laughs> How long have you been listening? Uh, from really dry martini. Any chance you could announce when you're eavesdropping? If I announced it, it wouldn't be eavesdropping, would it? Is that what happened? She got played my wife Glenda's memories instead of Glenda, her sister's memories. Hang on. Why are my deceased wife's memories in memory storage? And how the hell did they get my sister's memories? She wouldn't just give that up. How do you know she heard her wife's memories? On the way out with the Bichon Freeze... She said my real name, Horace McRory. Horace Mc... Hang on a minute. Wasn't your wife the one who jumped out of a plane? With a backpack full of sandwiches, yes. It was an accident. Is there anyone on this ship besides me who hasn't murdered anyone? Technically the Albatross. And the uh, Bichon Freeze come to that. What? They're assassins. They're copies of assassins. They're brand new. About the only thing aboard this wreck that is, and that includes the food. Look, she doesn't know I'm Horace. Why didn't she recognize you? After Glenda died, I made some changes. Lost weight, changed my hair color. The mustache is new. I guess my disguise isn't so laughable after all, eh? The point is, she can't find out. Why not? Could be useful. Having the most dangerous critter aboard this ship, including Cal, in love with you seems like a good plan to me. It wasn't a particularly happy marriage. I guess not, since you chucked her out of an airplane with a rucksack of ham sandies. It was an accident. But if she decides it wasn't, she's only seen, what, 45 days of my wife's life, right? We just need to stop her seeing more. I don't know. Better her seeing that than assassin Glenda's memories. Have to say I agree with Olivia. What happens when she finds your pod empty? 
That's it. Uh, can't we just say Horace McGrory died with all the rest of his mates and went up the airlock alongside Spotty Bosch? We can try, but she's pretty clever. What if she finds out you were here all along, lying to her? She's not my Glenda. Uh, can't you... I don't know, erase that bit and start over? Surely there's a nice Glenda in there, one with three children and a golden retriever? Whose husband didn't try to off her? I didn't try to off her! My God, what's happening? It's Colin! Fire <laughs> lasers! Get out, I'll see him in his bunk! Go! Are you alright? I think so. Is that bunk gonna hold him? It's a gated galaxy ship. Of course it's not gonna hold him. Madeline and Dr. Van Hoppe's answer to the bridge, please. We've all got about eight minutes to live. As Colin's olive-enhanced powers threaten to tear the ship apart, let's take a moment to go on an Easter egg hunt. We've heard from Colin's wife before, remember? If you figure out where and when, drop us a line on Twitter to at Oz9Podcast. We'll pick someone at random from the correct answers to get a nice little prize package. Or an utterly worthless prize package, depending on your attitude towards stickers and things. You've been listening to... Eric Perry as Dr. Von Habesetzer and Head One. Tim Sherburn as Colin. Bonnie Brantley as Jesse. June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross. Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise. Richard Cowan as Leet. Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia. And introducing Kevin Hall as Spotty Bosch. I'm Richard Nadolny, your narrator. Our theme and other music were composed and performed by John Faley, with additional arrangement by Elliot Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott, and Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. We hope to see you at Podtails on October 20th in Boston, and we really hope to see you in Seattle next April for the Wi-Fi Sci-Fi Science Fiction Live Podcast Extravaganza. Check out wifisci-fi.org for more details. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Forgive me, Father. For I've sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings. I could recap here. Today, I want to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, okay. Uh, lots to unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I took eight years of my life and lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do. I, um, lightly dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative. And I guess sorry for making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt he had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding? Do you love Emily? What the hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me? That's the whole point. Please leave the sacrament to the professionals. Where do you get off talking to me like this? <clears throat> Excuse me? What the f Who is there? Forgive Me, a comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.